Welcome to the Art of Mortgage Marketing Podcast, where you'll learn the secret sauce, what it really takes to build a thriving mortgage business doing what you love, without relying on cold calling or annoying realtors. And now, let's join your host, Doran Aldana. What's up, everybody? Doran Aldana here coming at you with another kick-ass episode of the Art of Mortgage Marketing Podcast. Today, we got a special treat for you. I'm going to be interviewing the one and only Colin Shea, and we're going to be sharing his story, an inspirational one at that, when it comes to how he doubled his commissions in the slowest market of his 13-year-plus career. How did he pull that off? If you've been struggling and on the struggle bus over the last year or two years as rates have been going up, inventory has been going down, or maybe it's been so low, you don't even remember when it started being low, but you know that it's been a tough market. And you know that the wind's been in your face, not in your back. And a lot of mortgage pros have been getting chewed up and spat out. Over 25% of the industry has been purged over the last two years. You certainly don't want to be one of them. And there are an elite few who aren't just regressing, stagnating, or getting purged. There are an elite few that are taking market share. There are thriving while everyone else is surviving or trying to survive. And Colin is one of those elite few. And we're going to share his story as to how he's doing it, his mindset, his marketing, his approach, and the difference that has made the difference for him in this challenging market. So Colin, thanks for hanging with me today, brother. Thank you, Doran. Awesome. Well, let's dive in. Let's uh, share a little bit about your background for those who don't know where you're located, how long you've been in the business, what inspired you to get in. Maybe we can start there. Uh, so I've been a broker for almost 15 years. Uh, I worked in the uh, for a lender for four or five years and then did something else for a bit and then started started a brokerage. Um, I started kind of partnered with, uh, with some real estate, with a real estate team, and then bought them out after five or six years and, and have just been on my own. I'm in the Eastern Ontario area. Very cool. And what inspired you to get in? I'm curious. Was it just like, hey, you know, I like money. I like real estate. Uh, why not? Or was there something? Uh, when being- I graduated from uh, university, I was living in Vancouver and uh, I interviewed for three or four jobs. And I worked for a subprime mortgage lender and they, okay. I got to go to uh, San Diego for training. So that would made when you're 24 and you get a free trip to, to uh, California for two weeks. You're like, yeah, I'll do that job. What else do you need to hear, uh, right? Yeah, What's right. Uh, and sinker. <laughs> so I got into their uh, management training program, which is really cool. I was like uh, one of two Canadians that, uh, that was in the program to start. It was a pretty awesome experience. And uh, I rode the kind of uh, mortgage wave from like, that would have been 2004 or so to 2008 uh, wow. when, uh, when everything, everything fell apart. And, and I've been a broker for, for about 13, 14 years. So. Okay. So I got that part right. But you've, You've been incubating in the industry for quite some time, even prior to that, it sounds like. Yeah. So like uh, in that program, you start as an underwriter um, and so probably underwrote, you know, a thousand deals in the span of a year and a bit. So I, I had a good understanding of how to put a deal together and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So you have that to your advantage. Certainly no shortage of acumen, expertise, talent and experience when it comes to understanding the mechanics of doing loans finding a home for the loan, the problem solving, the mechanics and the technical side of the business. You've got that nailed. But people listening, watching know if they've been in the business for more than a day, especially in this market, that it takes more than the mechanics to thrive in this business. 
even to survive in this business. And so many, if not every mortgage pro out there has encountered that intimately, just that reality. So we're going to talk a little bit about what life was like prior to launching on Planet Prosper with us at MortgageMarketingCoach.com. You'd obviously been in the business for about 12 years on the broker's side as a 100% commission mortgage broker. You eat what you kill with no safety net, right? So, uh, you know, obviously there's lots of highs and lows and it's an adventure on the front lines of capitalism. No doubt. The uncertainty is real when you're, uh, you know, looking at the pipeline and it's looking rather anemic and wondering where that next deal is going to come from. And so as rates have gone up over the last couple of years, inventory very low in most, if not all locations and, uh, margin compression, hyper competition, everyone and their dog chasing after the same realtors. Not an easy thing to thread the needle on. So take us back about a year from now, a year ago. Where were you at in terms of your business, your headspace? What was the the deepest, darkest challenge you were going through at that season that inspired you to reach out for help? For the first 5 years, it took time. A bit more on the marketing side. I actually did uh, some of your programs back then. Um, and then built up a you know a pipeline and a and a database of clients, and then for the next five years it was when rates just are steadily going down. Like I always say, like January first, I had fifty deals because I just did math and uh, figured out who I could save money. And when you have a database, you know from the previous year, like y- y- we're rolling over people every you know two three years. So when you start off the year with 40, 50 deals. That, that's basically your salary, right? And yeah. then everything else you get is... So for a lot of that time, I wasn't really worried about marketing because when you start off the year with that, everything else you get is gravy. And that was all the money that right. I make. I was doing doing well and it was pretty easy. Yeah, you had uh, certainty, right? You had a certain degree of certainty. January 1st, I just you know print out, print out a list, like do a search through my database of you know people with a rate over... X and then start doing math and send them yeah. some options. And there's, there's like a few months worth of work and deals right there. Right. So, yeah. um, and then, uh, coming into this time last year, uh, you know, 2022 was okay. Um, through the first part of it, I would, but, but coming into the fall of 2022, I just could see this cliff ahead of me and knowing that on January 1st, there was nothing like, uh, there was no math to be done <laughs> and mm. especially because of COVID with rates being so low, every broker probably rolled over almost every client in their database. So all that stuff's gone for a long time, right? So your right. database and a broker that's been around for a long time. Sure. There's a lot of people that have your phone number and, and, and know to call you and stuff like that. So you've got that benefit, but your database isn't really worth much as far as you reaching out very much because everybody's got a better rate than what's available or, or you've already refied in the past couple of years. Right. And so I decided to make the change and uh, spoke to you and, and really take control of, of my business. But that was definitely a, a dark time and not a lot of sleep. And I uh, was going through stuff in life too, that required me to, uh, to be making the same level of income at least. And uh, to kind of take the reins and take control. Yeah. That, that uh, alignment with your expenses matching your income is a real thing. That proclivity, they call it, I think the Parkinson's law is one way it's framed where whatever level of resources we have, we tend to 
use it up. And income is certainly no exception for most. And so a lot of mortgage brokers and loan officers have been caught with their pants down over the last couple of years where they were you know, living in the gravy train for the last couple of years during the mortgage gold rush, used to making easy money, low-hanging fruit. And all of a sudden, the market shifts and they maybe they were saving a bunch. But even when you save a bunch, it sucks to live off savings month after month after month. Like being in that financial hemorrhage, that's anxiety inducing when you never like to go backwards. And for those who didn't save, they're even more screwed. Those are the people that had to leave the business earlier than most because they just didn't have much uh, suspension to handle the, the, the uh, bumpy roads of this turbulent market. So here you are now, you're in this spot where your income has dropped considerably. It's not just one month, but you're seeing it consistent. As you said, losing sleep. That's never fun. Waking up sleep-deprived, haggard, dragging your butt through the day, not knowing how to get out of this muck and mire of financial regression. What was your deepest fear in that season, that dark season, as you call it, that you were most afraid of prior to coming to Planet Prosper when you were just grappling in the dark and you didn't know how to tackle this problem and actually solve it? What was your deepest fear? Not knowing what else I could do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, uh, when you've been doing this for as long as I have, it's hard to like even thinking about what else you could do. You know, like I talking to agents of mine now that, that I talked to one of my agents a couple weeks ago that was saying like thinking about getting a side hustle. And I'm like, this is, this is where you can make the most money. Don't waste your time doing something else. Like you just need to focus on, on this. Right. Um, but I just, I needed a new, a new plan and a new, a new plan of action and, and a new strategy. Cause my strategy before was very, um, you know, kind of internal, right? Like, like it was just managing my own database and, and combing through those deals for, for, for new business. Obviously, like I had realtors that, that were referring me business and all that sort of stuff, but, but not to this, not to the level that I need to be, to be getting mm-hmm. consistent kind of outside referrals. So, so you'd hit the point of diminishing returns with your database because it's not that exciting to refinance your mortgage when, the new rate is higher than the current rate. So that revenue stream dried up. Your existing partners weren't exactly top producers. Or if you did have one or two, it was an anemic set of partners at best. And so whatever business they had because of the shift in the market, they were struggling as well. So that well was drying up in conjunction with your database. And so all that culminated into significant regression how much had you regressed? And what was... I mean, obviously, thinking about moving to another career was probably like the worst nightmare, worst case scenario. Um, but what were what was your... Uh, you know, Obviously, you have a family to feed. There's a lot of consequences to not providing, a lot of consequences to not being able to cover the bills or having to start afresh in another career that you don't necessarily like that doesn't give you the same level of upside and freedom and income potential and fulfillment out of all those ramifications of suck which one for you was pressing the hardest on you like i said i don't i don't know what else i would have i would have i would have done right like yeah. so i had to the not knowing um yeah and i you know say to people like sleep is the most valuable currency Right. And uh, 
So when you're, when that's part of your life is being affected, like, I don't like feeling like that. Right. Yeah. And I felt out of control really. Right. Mm. Like I'd felt in control of my business for a long time. Um, uh, and, and I felt out of control needed to figure out a way to like harness control so I can make this, you know, work for the, for the future until, until retirement, not just, you know, right. not just bail out. And it's often the storms that reveal the weakness in the branches and the trunk and the roots. Yeah. And, and I, I saw it like it was fear, but it was also excitement because I, I, I wasn't when your business kind of operates like it was before, like it was before you're not as um, inspired to really, to, to, to try as hard to do, to do these growth things when you're just, your pipeline's a salary, right? So, um, and, and everything that, so you can, you can add little bits and, and, and grow on top of that. But when you're getting, you know, 40, 50 deals just from your own pipeline without making any phone calls, you know, that's, that's a lot of people's year right there. Right. And then obviously, you know, people in your pipeline and, uh, move and need help or, or call you. But like when you don't have to really make a phone call to like any type of sales, uh, you know, uh, input, then it's a lot different. So, um, so that was the level of control that, that I had in, in the past iteration of this mortgage world, but in the current world of higher interest rates, that control went away. So, and as uh, entrepreneurial types that we are, we wouldn't be on hundred percent commission if we didn't have a penchant for some degree of autonomy, independence, control, freedom, right? So that's why we're in the business. And when we lose one of the main reasons why we're in this business, which is control and the ability to push the needle and, and drive the buggy where we want it to go, that's, uh, that's definitely a strong source of soul suffering, no doubt. So here you are now trying to find solutions. And tell me about the various things you tried before you joined us here on Planet Prosper. Obviously, you tried opening up the faucet a little bit more with the database. It wasn't working. You hit the point of diminishing returns. Uh, What else did you try that had lackluster or perhaps underwhelming results that had you keep searching such that you found us? So I had used your uh, systems before in when I first started. So I, you know, I, I started calling my, my, Eight realtors and stuff that I normally get referrals from, or ones that that I hadn't talked to in a little while, like that sort of thing. But I needed, I knew I needed a strategy to go, uh, you know, and aggressively go after new agents because I needed the. I'm a, a person that really uh, like if if there's a if there's a script or a strategy or whatever, I'll study it and then just do it right. And I'm creative in some ways, but in other ways, I just want the um, you know, I want the recipe. Right, you're not a big fan of reinventing the wheel. When I'm when I'm cooking in the kitchen, I I follow a recipe. I don't uh, I don't just start whipping things together and hope. Not like my wife, just intuitive, just you know, creative culinary creativity. Yeah, I, I, I like to follow, I like to follow a recipe. Sometimes if I've got the confidence, right, then then, right. I, then I can get creative. But with but but if I'm making something new, it's got to be it's got to follow a recipe. Got to so, have that certainty. Yeah. So, so I pretty quickly was like, I want, I want a new strategy and I don't want to plan. And, uh, because I, um, you know, had success with your, with your uh, stuff before what you were doing and, and what I was doing back then was, is very different than, than what my strategy was now. Right. Um, with technology and stuff, things have changed. And so, yeah, so there, there was definitely, 
a couple months of, you know, doing the generic sales move of just, you know, calling more realtors that I know, but, um, you know, as, as much experience as I have, I wasn't really like hunting for new agents yet because I, I don't know, I, 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 I just didn't have the, I, was it call reluctance? Like you didn't know yeah, what to do or what yeah. to say such that you just yeah. didn't want to take the risk. And I just, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't like the, Hey, I'm a, I'm a mortgage broker and I need business. I don't want to make <laughs> right. and, I, and that's, that's mostly the calls that they get. That's the calls that, that I get from different marketing companies and from insurance reps and stuff like that. So like, um, I didn't want to make, make that call. I, I'm, you know, yeah. so, uh, so no matter, no matter how broke you get, you're not making that call, right? No, no. <laughs> you're not, you're not that desperate. Uh, and even when you get that desperate, there's a certain amount of dignity that a healthy ego will want you to maintain. You were in this paralysis by analysis, perhaps a little bit, just not knowing how to make that overture. You knew you needed to, but you didn't want to be the loan parasite, the mortgage parasite chasing. So what happened? How did you find us? So I, I mean, I'm still on your, uh, on your emails and stuff. So I uh, made the call, booked an appointment. Um, and, uh, and talk to, uh, one of your salespeople about the, the setup. And I was just like, you know, I remember it. I was, I was in a dark place and I was like, yes, like this is, I'm going to spend the money and I'm going to do this thing because this is going to be like, I need the, I need the inspiration and I need to like, I need to take the leap. Right. Um, in order to really find success. Right. So, and it, and it, and it, and I kind of knew that it had to be like all encompassing, you know? Sounds like you were pretty pre cooked, pre tenderized, predisposed to be a screw it, let's do it before you got on the call. I was an easy sell. What did you hear? What did you feel? What did you see on the call that confirmed perhaps what you already knew you needed to do before you got on the call such that it made an easy yes for you? I think just. Uh, you know, like, like you say, you gotta, uh, uh, all, uh, all, what is it? All carrot? No. What's your, what's your line about the, all cheese, all, no whiskers? All, all cheese, no whiskers. Right? <laughs> um, so there's no, there's no magic recipe that's coming out in that call to like, be like, Oh, go do this. Right. Um, it's, it's about learning the strategy and learning, um, you know, your, your kind of recipe for success and, and so that's, that's what I wanted to hear. You know, um, I knew that I wasn't going to get, get, uh, you know, all the ingredients on that call, but it was the right amount of, um, kind of inspiration. There's a solution out here. Like what I say to people now, uh, when I talk to realtors or mortgage agents or anybody is like a bigger net, more fish, right. Or, or better bait, more fish. Right. Yes. And so, and so really kind of understanding that. Because so many people get wrapped up in the negativity, right? Of of just oh, well, the market's down, so I might be down. Well, if you do ten or twenty deals a month, you're you're fine, and uh, and that's you know that would put you at the top one percent in pretty much ev- every super broker in in the country. There's definitely more than ten or twenty deals happening in your area. And if there's not, then just expand your area. So you just got a bigger net, more fish. So that, that call was, it, it, it 
you know, caught my attention in that um, I just needed to change my strategy. So you said, screw it, let's do it. You pulled the trigger. Yep. You took the leap. You jumped into the deep end. All in is the only way to win. You dove into the modules. You showed up to the Q&A calls. You started to attack the marketing plan and the mindset. What was the first thing that we got you to do that perhaps got you feeling maybe a little skeptical or a little like, are you serious? You got to be kidding me. You really get me to do this? Like, You really think that's going to work? What was that thing that had you maybe a little bit trepidatious or skeptical at first? I really wanted to do everything, right? Um, and so, you know, the cold showers. Was, uh, <laughs> what? You're telling me we get people to take cold showers? What kind of masoch- masochist program is this? <laughs> uh, and, uh, and I started in December, you know, and I live in the country. So uh, my water my water is real cold. Oh, yeah. Um, in the cold white north in Canada. It comes out in yeah. chunks, especially in the winter, right? Uh, so that was, you know, physically a little bit... Uh, a little bit intense um but i wanted to i wanted to do the whole like like leading up to that that level of i don't want to eat like say depression but like but but anxiety and stuff is it it takes over right so it takes over your ability to exercise and do all sorts of other stuff so i wasn't like being super healthy i wasn't doing it like i was losing in every in in all in all the facets so i want amazing how that spiral effect happens hey Starts with just one aspect of your life. Next thing you know, you're losing your mojo, your confidence, your swagger factor. You lose your pep in your step, sparkle in your eye. You lose your sleep. Next thing you know, you're not exercising, you're not eating right, and it just spirals into your relationships. So it's interesting how that works. So I, I, you know, uh, I really tried, and I still like, you know, it's it's a it's a forever battle. Even though you like make it part of your plan, it's tough to it's tough to achieve it every day. But I try to do you know, my, my magic morning routine and, you know, try to get a workout in, in, in the morning before I start my day, try to do the cold shower, try to do all of those things to really set myself up for success. And I still like, I believe in that. Um, and I, and I, uh, you know, my perfect week, I, I can, I can do that every day and I feel amazing. Um, and I'm more successful. That week. Interesting. Uh, but, but then the other thing was my first call, uh, you know, I'd done like two or three modules. I didn't really know what I was talking about. Um, I didn't even really know what I was offering yet. Just uh, like, screw it. Let's do it. Like ready, I fire, aim. Some guy and he was a total asshole. He was just like, well, what are you going to like? What are you going to what are you offering? Like and and I was, you know, pretty quickly like, I don't want to deal with this guy anyway. But but I, you know, I've probably been in the business longer than that person and probably at the time do more business than him as well it's not like i was a newbie or anything like that but i didn't have the the mojo or the and 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 the confidence to go into that call at all but you know that's that's how you learn right so i did more of those and and i got uh you know i booked some meetings with people and and then uh and it slowly kind of grew from there and now i feel like like I could call, like I've, I've been now calling some of the biggest agents in Ontario, um, uh, you know, top 1% to 1% of, of, of agents. And, um, and, and I have no problem making a call and, and kind of knowing my value and knowing my worth and, 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 you know, booking a meeting with those, with those people, if it's, if it's the right fit for me, right. Like that's, right. The, that's the other side of it. So in the beginning, it was trepidation and fear of, of all the new things, right? Overwhelm, confusion, 
the fear of the unknown, yeah. the stretch out of your comfort zone, yeah. the challenge to get comfortable being uncomfortable, the yeah. cold showers, shrinkage is real, right? The dudes in the house know what we talk about. I shrinkage did, is real. I did an ice bath this week though. Right? Momentum. Yeah. Now you're yeah. like, hey, enough with this child's play with it coming out of the tap. Now we're putting some ice cubes in this bad boy. Right. No more messing around. Like, let's take right. it to the next level. But the vitality, the tingle factor, the chutzpa factor is next level when you get into that cryotherapy, right? It's like, it, it is so powerful. It's great for your lymphatic system, your immune system, your cardiovascular system. You get out there, kick ass, take names, chew bubble gum and crush it system. All that, right? It's like, if you can take a cold shower or do a cold plunge, I mean, reaching out to a top producing realtor ain't no thing like a chicken wing. We eat that for breakfast, lunch, and freaking dinner, right? It's like next level mindset. So you've been building this momentum. That's one of the things that I love about how you've shown up, Colin. One of the reasons why you've been so successful is from day one, you've had a bias towards action. And you sought progress, not perfection. We all have some degree of perfectionism tendency. That's one of the places we tend to hide as human beings is we want to have it all perfect and polish up our perfect plans in the parking lot going nowhere. But that's no way to profit. We've got to move. You know, It's hard to steer a parked car. You, my friend, have been moving, which is one of the reasons why we've been able to serve you to such a profound breakthrough. We're going to talk about that in a moment in terms of the outcomes and results you've got. But what I love is that you've been all in and committed from day one, showing up to the Q&A calls, emptying your cup so we can fill with your dream, taking on the challenge of the cold shower, right? That's not an easy thing. You got to be all in. You got to be really committed to doing that. That's the litmus test of commitment is being so committed that you're more committed to the outcome. You're more committed to conquering than you are coddling your comfort zone. And that is you to your core, brother. So I want to honor you for that. And so here we are now, like, I guess it's been about almost a year, I guess about a year since you launched on Planet Prosper. Obviously, a significant increase in business. Tell us about the before and after. What was life like in your business before Planet Prosper? What were you doing in terms of units per month? What are you doing now? And what's the difference that you believe has made the biggest difference? So I would say September to April um, was you know, definitely my slowest time in five, six years or something like that. Right. Um, when I, when, when I, when my database was a heck of a lot smaller, certainly slowest market that you've ever faced. And, 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 you know, it takes some time to like, like I started this in December, I made my first calls in in December and then, you know, January, February, March are obviously like, like notoriously slower months, like standing on the diving board in, uh, in, on December 1st, like, I, if I looked back at my pipeline back then, like of you know future deals, it was like nothing. Uh, and then May to November uh, is probably my biggest, whether that's five months um, stretch, uh, my most successful stretch that I've had ever um, in your entire career. More than than 2021, which was my best year. And, I feel your certainty, brother. I feel it. I know it. And and I've said to people like this year has been the most like you know when you talk to people they're like oh mm, how's yeah so the market's down you know like you that must suck and I'm like the no, cringe. This is my best year ever. It's been my the most fun I've had by a long shot. Like I'm so much more invigorated about my business than I was before. I have so much more fun in my business wearing all these different hats. So it's totally like transformed how I would, 
you know, do business in the future. And my growth trajectory is, is just, you know, like multiples of what it, what it was before. Uh, I've always said, and I've always told my team this, like this business, anything sales oriented is, is about karma, right? It's kind of good seed. And so, uh, I, I did a client's appreciation event, um, where I had a bunch of realtors and clients come out on uh, Wednesday night. I had four nice. people, uh, come out and, uh, for drinks oh. and snacks this uh, local restaurant it was great and wednesday and thursday i got five referrals each of those days so i got 10, that. 10 leads in both of the in those two days not to Damn mention yeah and i haven't kept track of the conversations i had at my event where people were like i need to do this and i was like yeah, yeah well we can talk about that um so those aren't included in in my uh, metrics it's got to be someone that fills out an application that's what that's what counts uh, my dad said this to me when i was younger uh, when everybody else is busy being busy, get busy doing something else. And so, you know, for all the agents out there that are just busy, worried about the market and whatever, just put your head down and go like work in the other direction and, and things will come. Zig while everyone else is zagging. Exactly. Right. Absolutely. So cool to see. And I feel it. The ins- inspiration is definitely real. You're a living, breathing embodiment of what we teach. One of the things we talk about here on Planet Prosper is all momentum without starts with momentum within. And we hear it, we see it in you, your magic morning routine, your hour of power, your cold shower. Those are all inner momentum builders that have been the transformation of your root that has created transformation in your fruit. Yep. Right? If we don't transform the root, we're not going to transform the fruit. So you've grown from the inside out. It's been tremendous and really awesome to witness you blossoming and blooming into the badass that you are 100% called to be and capable of being. And you're just getting warmed up, which is the cool part. You're just scratching the surface of the surface. Tell us about some of the mechanics. We've talked about the inner game of success a lot, the mindset. Talk about the difference that's made the difference that you feel has been most profound for you that has taken you from being on the struggle bus, sleepless nights, out of control, needing control, but being out of control, not knowing where that next deal is going to come from to being in this momentum place where it's like everyone else is cringing saying, I'm sorry, bad market. I feel for you. And you're like, oh, best year ever. And next year is going to be even better than this. What's the difference that's made the difference? Do you think if you had to just choose one thing from a mechanic standpoint in your marketing? I would say, uh, like diversification, right? Like, Mm. um, having multiple streams of where, where deals can come from. Right. Mm. Um, So Mm -hmm. I didn't like, I think I had a Google business account before, but I didn't care about that stuff. I wasn't, I was more of a negative person when it came to marketing because I just didn't want to do it. And so buying into that sort of stuff, I didn't have a, you know, a business social media presence at all. I think a lot of people are focusing on that as a source to get them business, right? Like you see a lot of mortgage people and real estate agents just making TikToks all day about, you know, what they do. And and if you're doing the right, if you're doing things right, I don't think you should have time for that. Um, uh, so um, I'm now the number one reviewed um, person in my area on Google that took, you know, the span of a month. To, to, to get to get to that level right like it doesn't that's awesome concentrate on it and, and make you know push some past clients and stuff like that to, to give you some google reviews it, it doesn't take much right and then 
having the the systems in place that I got from you to request for reviews and to and to and to post to my social media. Um, I think you know between you, you, myself, and Nadia, we like I think our what we have, what we're what I'm posting now is is valuable to the point that like it keeps me top of mind, looks professional, all that sort of stuff. Like if you're writing this much stuff on your on your Instagram, nobody's reading that. You know, if you're making a five minute video on something, nobody's watching that. It's mortgages. They're not that exciting. <laughs> Just little blurbs of information that they catch people. Like search for me on 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 the internet. I'm the first thing that comes up. Um, and and I everything looks professional. So that's a check mark beside my name when it comes mm-hmm. You don't get ghosted. Exactly, right? Um, so they check me out that way. They're like, oh look, he's active, he's doing that sort of stuff. Like, Legit. Right. So those things are your like baseline, right? That's your you you have to have that to look professional and to and 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 you'll get some leads some guy just found me on linkedin because of my stuff's being posted on linkedin he lives in mississauga and i live in eastern ontario no problem right um uh and i've gotten uh leads through instagram and facebook just you know people finding me through that but i'm not not spending any time of my own time on that really right Right. you're Um, delegating it to a kick-ass team You you do what you do best you get the best to do all the rest exactly so you do that, that needs to be there, right? But that can't be something that you're spending an hour a day working on. That's a total waste of time. So for a new person that's, you know, never done a mortgage before, you can go and do that, right? You can go and get some friends to do Google reviews for you and stuff like that and get a social media presence, have it there for a couple of weeks and then start making the calls, building the relationships, you know, same with putting your name in flyers or being on the cover of those like tote bags or whatever that the grocery store hangs at all that's all that sort of stuff is is great in addition to you making making calls and, and building relationships with people right because it's not just going to all come from you know your database or from realtors or from it's gotta it's gotta yeah. be you've got to kind of tick all the boxes right social media side and the, and the actual online or paper marketing side is that part's that part's easy and you shouldn't be spending that much time on it yeah, you nailed it 100%. And those who were sitting on the one-legged stool with refis, with an over-reliance on refis, when this market shifted, know how important it is to diversify mm-hmm. through intimate kicking in the nuts or the ovaries with losing 50, 60, 70% of their business almost overnight. Yeah. So building stability through diversification, mission critical. And that's mm-hmm. why we help our clients diversify on so many different streams. Yeah. Reputation management. Google reviews, database marketing, realtor attraction, not just one realtor, but a stable of seven to 12, not low producers, because they're going to be driving Uber when the storm hits. The top dogs, they take market share. Those are the ones we want to anchor our business to, because those are the ones who have the most amount of buyers, the most amount of clout, the most amount of influence. So let's talk about that for a moment. Let's talk RAC, realtor attraction campaign for a moment. Yeah. How many how many realtors have you loaded so far into your RAC? And how many appointments do you think you've booked approximately? And how many new partners, VIP partners, top producing realtor partners do you think you've attracted since all this started? Uh so I would say I I've done two rack campaigns. The first one, I would say I let's say I put 50 or 100 realtors in there mm-hmm. and I would say that yielded five um like VIP partners which then some of those, you know, cream rise to the top and some, like some people just aren't good at referring. Some people, uh, you know, 
are 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 not doing enough business in this market either. So so mm-hmm. their business is down. So and then and then I've done from that I got a few referrals for other agents from the agents nice. that I work with. Gotta love it when that happens. Like I uh, one of my uh, one of the first agents that I signed up uh, said I should reach out to this um, lady who has a team that they did in I think in 2021 they did 500 deals. They do on average like Got the whale. 400 deals a year uh, as a team, and I um, it, it took some time, like you know, going back and forth. But mm-hmm. uh, by the time I went into to their office, she was already sold, and and I I had her on my on my email list, and she already was kind of seeing my praises. And so now I say, and that that was just in probably August or September um, that I went into their office, and now I would say I get two two referrals a week out of that office right now um wow. uh and then uh and i have other teams that i work with that are you know doing really well they're focused on marketing they're they're good you know nice young people that are active ambitious. business ambitious you know getting like at least one to two leads a week from per team uh for some of those teams um and then i have meetings with i've i work with two of the biggest agents in the in the gta in toronto um to like top one percent or one percent um uh team teams there meetings with uh two teams next week that are you know similar productivity uh the actually the biggest agent in my area um uh that is requested that i come in and uh and meet his team so so of like let's say 150 people that I've put into a rack into multiple rack campaigns, I would say I'm getting close to, um, including some of the people that I'm like meeting with in the next couple of weeks, like closer to 12, 15. Like we would consider VIP partners, and yeah. now we got to kind of start to comb through that and and focus on the top people and and yeah. not necessarily cut off people, but but make sure that I'm given all given my all to the top people and then add add to that. Um, Absolutely, but it's you know once you get the the stra- understand the strategy right and understand you know what your what your value proposition truly is, then going into those meetings talking to anybody. I had this conversation with one of my agents the other day that he said, um, you know, I call I I've been calling new agents, but they all say they have someone in their office, and I'm like, every team I work with has a broker that works in their office, like that that doesn't matter at all. You know, right. Um, yeah, that's nothing. That's just smokescreen. Yeah. So that's, you know, the, the, all of those hurdles are just not, they're, they're so easy to get over once you really understand your value proposition and what you're, what you're offering. And that's what's great. You know, you're a broker owner, so you're not only able to become the hero and win yourself, you can make heroes and help your team win as well. And truth be told, any of you broker owners in the house or sales managers, truth be told, whether you like it or not, whether you know it or not, once you're in that leadership position, your people are going to do double what you do wrong and half of what you do right. Yeah. So if you don't lead by example, good luck leading the tribe to the promised land if you're not leading by example, doing it yourself. So mad props and kudos to you, my man, for leading by example the way true leaders do. That's huge inspiration in and of itself. Tell us, speaking of inspiration, tell us about your t-shirt. It says buyer's market. Tell us yeah. about the mindset behind that. Well, uh, I mean, I had I had fifty T-shirts made for my uh, for my VIP partners, and I gave them out at my um, at my uh, party the other night. But uh, one of the things that I'm talking about more 
in emails to realtors and in my marketing is that like this is what a buyer's market looks like. You know, the uh, the train is that we're very very rarely in a balanced market. So the train's either moving towards you or it's moving away from you. And yep. people have been chasing after homes in a in a seller's market for so long. And you know, it, most of of the market we've just tipped over into what's technically considered a buyer's market. And I think it's important that, you know, over the last 10 years, I've talked to so many people that are like, ah, I'm waiting, you know, like it's too, like uh, it's a seller's market. I'm waiting. Or even in the last year, like I'm waiting for rates to come down and waiting for this. Now is, is the time, right? Like you, if you're in a buyer's market, it probably means things don't look pretty. Right. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's not going to be that prices are coming down interest rates are coming down and there's lots of inventory on the market because there's tons of sellers. Those three things aren't going to happen at the same time. Right. So any little blip in interest rates and, and we're going to split back over into a seller's market pretty quickly, take advantage now. So I'm, you know, helping my realtors in, in pushing that narrative along by providing some, uh, some, uh, entertaining marketing materials. I love it. And again, that's a great example of leadership, inspired leadership. Because your realtors, whether you guys know it or not, they're human beings and they have the same innate trait that all human beings have. And that is, we're all desperately begging to be led, to have leadership, enlightened leadership that sees vision beyond the current circumstance. It's like the yeah. late, it's like the great one, Gretzky. He said his secret to success is not seeing where the puck is, but predicting where it's going. And that's exactly what you're talking about is predicting where it's going and rallying the troops behind the vision of where it's going. So you're preemptive and proactive versus lagging egg, edge and trailing edge and bleeding edge, you're cutting edge. And that's a big part of what leadership is, casting that vision and predicting what's coming next. For those of you who are watching this and you're like, wow, I had no idea that such a slow market could incubate this kind of inspiration. I thought I just had to play the victim to the market. I had no idea I could own my market instead of being owned by the market. And what a novel concept, right? To be in control, to be in the driver's seat. And you saw the juxtaposition of the dark place that Colin was in that perhaps you can relate to more than most right now, where you just feel like you're still in that darkness and you don't know how to get out and you don't feel a sense of control and you do have fear and anxiety, worry. And you're loving what you're hearing on the other side of Colin launching on Planet Prosper and finding not only hope, but finding real tools and real strategy and real routines and rituals that are creating incredible momentum in his business. You know, to go from three, four deals a month to 10 plus deals a month in the matter of six months is tremendous growth, especially in this kind of market. I'm sure you guys would concur. So if you're listening to this and you're like, Dorn, I need me some of that light that you and Colin are spitting right now that you're shining. I'm still in the darkness and I'm sick and tired of being in the darkness. I'm sick and tired of worrying where that next deal is going to come from. I'm sick and tired of being a victim to the market. You're in that place where you know you need to find a solution and your best efforts are coming up short. If that's the case, I want to invite you to take advantage of a complimentary breakthrough call, just like the call that started the journey of transformation for Colin. You get to start in the same spot. And what we'll do is you'll get on the phone with me or one of my consultants. We lift up the hood on your business. We look at what's working, what's not working, where you're at now, where you want to take your business. 
And if we're the right fit, the right synergy to help you create a breakthrough, we'll show you what that looks like. If we're not, we'll be honest and say, you know what? Recommend something else or someone else. Either way, though, you'll leave that call with massive value, massive clarity, and chances are we're going to have some fun. So if that sounds meaningful and worthwhile to you, go ahead and book a call at mortgagemarketingcoach.com forward slash apply. Forward slash apply. Mortgagemarketingcoach.com forward slash apply. And the reason why it's forward slash apply is because we're having a conversation where you're applying for an opportunity to work with us. We don't know if we're the right fit. So let's have a conversation. Let's see if we have the right synergy. If we do, then we'll show you the pathway to the promised land like we did with Colin. If we're not a good fit, we're going to bring you clarity and we're going to bring value regardless. All right? So that's how that works for those of you who are ready to take that step. Colin, any last words before we sign off today? Everybody else is busy being busy. Get busy doing something else. I love it. And if someone's on the fence, they're like, Doran, I don't have enough money. I can't afford coaching. Uh, or they're like, I've tried coaching before. It didn't work. Or I tried coaching and it hit the point of diminishing returns. And it's like, you know, I'm a little bit skeptical on the fence. I don't know if I'm ready for that. I'm not ready. I don't know if I'm ready to take the leap. What would you t- say to someone like that who knows they need to make a change? They've tried all these different things. They're not working. And yet they're still a little on the fence and holding back. What would you say to someone like that? This is like a much more specific coaching than like, you know, someone that's gone and spoken to like a life coach or something like that. Um, uh, the tools and the ideas and the strategies are very specific to like our industry and the needs of, a, of, of an agent. It's kind of like the baseline recipe and you get to add your own flair to, to, to make it suit you. Right. I think you should basically follow Doran's scripts and examples and stuff like that. I, I go through the stage sometime where I'm like, Oh, I'm going to change this a bit. And then I'm like, and then I just end up back at the original script and that's what works. But it, but, but that script works because also of the, my image that I have on social media and on, and if you Google me or whatever, it's backed by that. Right. So it's not Mm -hmm. just, script and then you can't find me it's a script and i'm the first one that comes up so it's all got to go together but i think um that you know the the ideas and the tools and the the um strategies are what anybody i I, what anybody needs to take them to the next level um and i don't i don't talk to any realtors uh have heard of anything that i'm talking about and everyone that i um that i meet with is it's 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 me deciding that I want to I want to move forward with with them because um, you know some people I don't get the right feel from and and you know they they can refer me business if they want that's that's fine but I'm not going to focus on them you really flip the script as to who's adding value to who um, and and that's that's control anybody can gain uh, value and add some some control to their business by using these tools so. Well said, brother. The big C, control. There's other C's too that come with that, right? Certainty, confidence. And when you have those big C's of certainty, confidence, and control, it changes everything. I'm so grateful, brother, to be in your corner on your team, to be perhaps just a small part of the recipe, the blueprint that allowed you to get more control, more certainty, more confidence in your life, and certainly more cash in your bank. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't force him to drink. You, my friend, are a thirsty horse. (laughs) So I appreciate working with you. Uh, It's always a joy to see how you're growing, expanding, 
and winning. I love seeing you win. And like I said before, we're just scratching the surface of the surface, brother. You haven't seen nothing yet. We're just getting yep. started. Awesome, brother. Appreciate your time. Thank you for sharing your journey. Thank you for being the advocate for the listener. You know, your uh, your peers in the industry who really need a lot of inspiration and encouragement right now. So thank you on their behalf for being light in the darkness for them, being a beacon of light for them in such a dark time uh, that you know is much needed to have leaders and beacons like you to shine the light. So thank you, brother, for your light and uh, keep shining a bright. Awesome. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks, guys. This is the one and only Colin Shea that we've been sharing with you guys today with his journey, how he doubled his business over the last year in the slowest market of his career and how you can do likewise. If you want to learn more about the secret sauce behind how he went stratospheric in such a challenging market, go ahead and book a call at mortgagemarketingcoach.com forward slash apply. My name is Dorn Aldana coming at you from the Art of Mortgage Marketing podcast. And we will see you on the next episode. Peace, y'all. Thanks for hanging with us. Bye, everyone. Thanks for being with us.